What leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. No matter how you take your hooch, we've got something ice cold and on tap. Now, serving it to you straight and unfiltered, here are Craig, Scott, and Dan. That's right. Welcome in, everybody, the Unfiltered Gentle People. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for joining. I am Greg, or there's Scott. Oh, yeah. My voice cracked. And definitely not Dan is Deb. Boop, boop, doop Yeah. <laughs> Sounds even better. Indeed. Just got to get that beard up to spec, and uh, you'll be his full-time close, replacement. I've been working on it. I, I can tell. It shows. Yeah. looks great. Thank you. But uh, we're all, we need a little work on it. I wonder if they could put a little like, uh, beard Rogaine on it. Rogaine, there. yeah. Oh. Put some fertilizer on that. Exactly. <laughs> Spread a little shit on there and let it grow. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening, now that you got to hear that. Uh, and joining us, our burp word of the week is puppy. We'll talk about that in Crotch oh. Talk. Goddamn puppies are expensive. Uh, shout out to our top listening city last week, which was Van Nuys, California. What? Keeping it le- legal. Wow. Keeping it local. <laughs> and legal. And legal. I most, hope. Most of Van Nuys yeah. is legal. Uh, so shout out to Van Nuys. Thanks for listening. Hey, that's where McLeod's is. We love McLeod's. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers on the social medias. Tag us while you're at it. Rate and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, whatever you're getting your podcast on. Make sure you... Rate and subscribe for us. Helps other people find the show. All right. Deb's back. She's filling in. She's making the studio look better and sound smarter. Yep. So let's uh, look better and sound smarter with some beers in our hands. Amen. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend and I'll say this comes to us by way of Dust Bowl Brewing up in NorCal. Well, kind of middle of nowhere, Cal. Hops of Wrath IPA. 6.6% 50 IBUs. Has a 371 on Untapped and an 86 on Beer Advocate. From the brewery, they say our flagship IPA uses a variety of hops to create layers of hop flavor and aroma. Citrus and floral notes are up front, and an assertive yet not overpowering bitterness balances the malt base. This is an easy-drinking IPA for hop heads everywhere. How do hops get in your blood? I'll tell you. Uh, this, to me, is pretty old school in the IPA department. Yeah. <clears throat> I dig it. Yeah, I get some bitterness on the nose, uh, some floral. The mm-hmm. taste, very floral to me up front. Definitely. Get punched with those flowers and then finishes real bitter. A little bit of that old school malty base. Malt up front. Mm-hmm. You get it up front? Uh, I, up front. I really finish with that malt. Get a little bit up front. The flowers, the, the floral really uh, overpowers my initial taste. As we all try it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I smell what you're cooking. Mm-hmm. I definitely get overpowered by that floral, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I sound like I'm speaking negatively of it. If you're an old school Hophead fan, this is, I think, your jam. Yep. Scott, what say you? Oh, yeah. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pump up the jam. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Look I'm one of those old school. Look at all the hops we've got. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Heels down with the cause. 
Um, Debbie, are you a fan of this? Is it Big too fan. old school? Okay. No, this is totally right up my alley. Yeah. From yeah. like back when we were getting into the craft scene, yep. the Stone IPA days. Wow. I was just having a conversation with somebody uh, yesterday about Stone IPA. We were talking about like, and I know we talked about this on the show, but like what got us into craft beer? And I was like, two beers, Mammoth 395 and Stone Cali Belgique. Huh. Ooh, wow. Those were the beer, my gateway beers to IPAs and craft. I mean, at the time, it was just, I was excited to get into IPAs. I didn't know what the fuck craft was, but it was really <laughs> my gateway into craft beer. So, do you have any, any gateway beers for you? Well, I started out drinking dark beer. Oh, okay. So, I was like a Guinness, Newcastle kind of gal. Mm-hmm. My first real experience with craft beer was uh, Ale Smith Speedway Stout. Oh, yeah. Which is still one of my favorite beers. Still amazing. Um, my gateway into IPAs was actually Racer 5. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, man. And I, that, again, is still a Racer beer that I absolutely yeah. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, your intern had it on tap for a while. He did. Writer. That was yeah. his first keg. That was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Racer 5. It, it often looks uh, gets overlooked. I think. Yeah. Because it's, it's been around for so long and it's such a classic, people aren't excited for it because it's not new. But man, if you need something solid to sit on, like that is a great beer. For real. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. We got a lot of show to get to. We have a listener email that is being answered for us by Allie and Callie. Oh, cool. Because we needed to bring in the smarts. Uh, we got a, another Apple podcast review. We've got, of course, a bullpen beer to get to, some booze news. But let's start a little, uh, start with a little crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. I do have a grievance this time. Uh, it's not beer-related, unfortunately. I try to keep things beer-related, but uh, had to, and here's where the burp word comes in, had to take Marty the Brew Pup into the vet for a little procedure mm. a week or so ago. He had a bump on his leg, and the wife lost her last dog to cancer of the leg. So there's some oh, PTSD wow. going on there. Yeah. So anytime there's anything with the leg, it's it's got to get checked out immediately. So... Uh, we got double dipped in the rape department because they also suggested we get his teeth cleaned while he was knocked out. Save on the anesthesia, and he needs, you know, it's good to have it clean. And the wife, of course, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, let's get him clean. Great, get your credit card out. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we took him in. Spoiler alert: it was biopsy. It was not cancer. So that's uh, that's Thank worth God. yeah that's worth the uh, credit card bill I'll be paying for the rest of the year. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he had his little surgery. Had his little teeth cleaning. <laughs> when we were signing all the paper as we like dropped him off, one of the papers were it was a uh, like a release to to pull teeth in case there was an issue with his teeth. Which okay, okay makes sense. But then it was like, how much are you willing to spend? <laughs> and it had these check boxes: two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, unlimited as needed. And I was like, how about you fucking call me first? Right. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, usually it's not a thing, but if we get in there and we need to pull a tooth, you know, it can add up. I was like, well, what does 200 get me? Does that give me a tooth? <laughs> is that like a hat? Like, what is you just- Right. And if you check the unlimited box, your dog comes home needing dentures. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Where's his teeth? Yeah. yeah. I hope you have any, I hope you have a soft food on hand because uh, he's gumming the rest My of the dog. He's yogurt now. yeah um and yeah so it's like well if he has a real problem then i'll spend whatever it takes but at the same time a i think the vet's a scam artist but b i need to know what this is getting what's 400 getting me like eight teeth pulled two teeth pulled give me something more than what you're willing to spend right it's like when you go to a dealership it's like well what do you want your monthly payments to be no no no, no. i'm gonna say what i want to pay for the car we'll work out the monthly payments later right no but what can you afford per month whatever i fucking want <laughs> 
but I'm not paying a dime over 23000 for that car, you asshole. <laughs> That's how I feel about the vet. The vet is a used car salesman mm-hmm. um, that saves your dog. So that was uh, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. For my credit card, yeah, it's still sitting on my hemorrhoids donut after that one. <laughs> Things are a little sore from that procedure, but I'm, I'm glad he's cancer free. Yeah, it's the main thing. Yeah, gets his stitches out next week. He's been such a butthead because he can't run around because he's got stitches in his leg. Uh, he's like, yeah, don't let him run too much or jump or anything. Like he's been jumping on everything. He was jumping on me when I got he here. He doesn't give a shit. He has not. He's hardly. I didn't even with notice. It. Yeah. He, we, of course, the uh, vet sold us the cone, the cone of shame. Mm-hmm. We bought one on Amazon, like the inflatable one that's supposed to be comfortable. And we get there, and she's like, Do you have a cone? Like, yeah, we got the inflatable. Oh, those don't work. You need ours. Oh, come and on. And I was like, I think we're fine. And she, the wife's like, Well, I, we might want to get this one. And I was like, mm, I think we're fine. So, anyways, we got the one from the vet. Right. And returned, <laughs> of course, returned the super comfortable one for, to Amazon. Which uh, he we put it on him a couple of nights because we just didn't know what he'd do when we weren't watching him. He didn't do shit. He fucking hated it. He tried to pull it off, but anytime it's not been on, he's never fucked with the stitches. He's fine. He's a good boy, and uh, doesn't care. They gave us pain pills. He was never in pain. Like he, he we gave it to him anyways, just in case because obviously he can't talk. He lost that ability. But um, well, when they pulled all when, his teeth, the right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when I checked the unlimited box. <laughs> He came back with came back sans teeth. Yeah. I actually, you know what I did is I is I checked it and I put a little arrow and I wrote, "Call me first before proceeding." Okay. Yeah, because like I'll pay whatever it is if he fucking needs it. But if you call me and you're like, "Yeah, one of his teeth might hurt him a little bit." Okay, you might be done then. <laughs> yeah, don't pull it. So, um, anyways, Marty the Brew Pup's fine. He's recovering. He's on the mend. He'll have his stitches out next week, which I'm glad for. And I'm glad that he's uh, cancer free. And so you took the pain pills for him. God, I wish they gave him like Norco or something. Like that. <laughs> I, just, I needed something for uh, for me after that one. <laughs> after <laughs> I heard at least as much as he did. I will say, stoned Marty. Like when we picked him up after surgery, that was great. He just <laughs> like he got so excited when he saw us because she brings him out of the room and he's still like half baked and he sees us and he runs. Can't quite use his legs yet. Uh-oh. So he's running around like a baby giraffe. But it, <laughs> but he's as excited as like those dogs that see the people returning from Afghanistan ever, mm-hmm. after four years, even though it only been six hours. <laughs> and he's like jumping into us and like trying to like jump in our laps. And it was hilarious. And the whole ride home, he's kind of like dazed, like looking around in circles. And Aww. oh, poor guy. It was he's hilarious. the goodest boy, though. He is he a pretty is. goodest he boy. Is. Yeah. So anyways, that's uh, that's my grievance for the week. Any grievances? Anybody have any good beer adventures to talk about? Mm-hmm. No. Deb's still riding that Pliny buzz. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 10.4. Still hungover. <laughs> Woo, we got to get you some like vitamin D or something. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. We got quite a bit to get to. Like I said, Allie's back with a answer for us. I'll read the question in just a second. Old Timey Word of the Week, Beer Beer of the Week, a new podcast review, a bullpen beer I'm quite excited about, and of <laughs> course, Booze News. Um, all right. We got an email last week. It says, Dear Gents, one thing I hear you talk about on a fairly regular basis is sending and trading beer. My real question is, how do you do this? How do you package it up? What service do you use to ship? How does this all work? I get it. I'm a total noob. Go easy on me. Thanks for your help, Candace. Um, I was going to answer this, and I thought, why? Because Allie and Callie, A-L-L-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y on the grams, is the best packager ever. <laughs> 
you need weapons to get into those boxes <laughs> she sends. She's really good. So anyways, here is uh, Allie with how to properly package your beer. Hey guys, it's Allie. I'm happy to be back on the show today. Kind of cool. We're going to switch things up a little bit. and I'm going to help you guys out with a recent message you received from Candace asking about shipping beer. So I wouldn't know exactly how to ship beer because according to USPS, it is illegal to ship alcohol. So I wouldn't know. But if I did know, I would maybe start by wrapping each can individually in bubble wrap. And I usually take one of those large gallon-sized Ziploc bags to where you can put two cans. You could squeeze three cans in there, but I usually put two cans individually wrapped in bubble wrap inside the Ziploc bag. And I make sure I squeeze it airtight and line them up in the boxes. And if there's any extra room in there, I usually add some packing peanuts and I usually decorate the outside of the box also. I put um, cute duct tape. I just think it makes the package more fun to receive if it's decorated. And I usually will add, just for fun, I'm going to throw on their garbage pail kit. I always think that's kind of fun and just a neat little trick to add on there. But the key is wrapping the shit out of it with the duct tape to where you basically need a machete or some sort of gnarly weapon to get inside of the package because that way if there is any leakage, if it leaks out of the Ziploc bag and it leaks into the box, at least the clear packing tape will reinforce all the edges and so that it won't get soggy and so at least hopefully the plan would be to save whatever beers are left in there. I wrap every single corner, every single panel, every single piece of it. So be generous with the packing tape. And when I do ship, I will go to the USPS and I will get one of those flat rate boxes. If you get one of the medium boxes, it can fit eight cans comfortably. And if you get the large box, you can get 16 cans in there very comfortably. And for the record, it is not illegal if you use FedEx or UPS. However, it's very expensive. And when you go to the USPS, you have to sign your life away and say that there is nothing in there, perishable, liquid, that whole thing. And every single time I'm scared and my heart races, but that's okay. And if they ask what's in the package, number one go-to, snow globes. There you go, Candice. Uh, let me know if you want me to give you my address and you can send me some beers and I'll be able to tell if you were able to package them up correctly. Sounds good? All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for having me on the show. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Take care. Thanks, Allie. Of course, Allie and Kelly on the Grams. Make sure you're following her. Um, yeah, I figured she was the best one. She sent me beer and, like I said, took a weapon to enter. I sent her beer and almost lost the whole package because one <laughs> beer exploded along the way. So clearly I was not the person to ask. We lost a Nighthawk. R.I.P. Nighthawk. Oh, rest wow. in peace. Yeah, yeah. Was, thank God I sent her two. So there was a backup. Yeah. I, I always go UPS because, like she said, USPS, technically it's illegal. You can technically get in trouble doing it through the mail. So I always go UPS to like avoid all that. And so the can exploded and <laughs> they pulled it out. And then sent the rest of the box. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It was funny because like on my tracking, it said, return to sender 
issue or problem or whatever. And it didn't say anything else for a couple days. And I was like, fuck. And then finally there was like a more details thing. And it actually said what beer. <laughs> it, it said like yeah. uh, Integrant Nighthawk. I forget what they didn't say exploded, but opened or whatever term they used. And I would say like, what it tasted like. Yeah. We're not sure. <laughs> Chocolatey, malty, uh, <laughs> goes down really easy. Um, and so then I was like, fuck, well, hopefully I'll get it back and I'll just tape it back up and send it to her. But then like two days later, it showed up at her door, <laughs> minus one beer. And I was like, well, you know, I put a lot of stickers and other things. I said, were those, you know, destroyed because it exploded? She said, no, there's zero sign of any oh, beers wow. opening. I was like, well, huh. clearly they, uh, they they taxed me on my Some, beer box. Yeah. So, um, but anyways. I like you, when she said the part where you need a machete to yes. get through it. Because all I could think of was Danny Trejo. <laughs> like they're opening your beer for right, you. Yeah. Let me get that. That was a horrible Trejo. I'm going <laughs> to cut that out. I tried to get like a raspy voice and it just turned weird. Um, yeah, you do need a machete to get through hers. And she texted me after she sent that to me. She's like... I said cute duct tape. Is that weird? I was like, you're sending so many beer. You could put like penis duct tape. Whatever. Yeah. No one cares at that point. You're just happy to get the beer. Exactly. We have this uh, group on Instagram that we do different engagements, whatever. Anyways, and we call ourselves the Butt Blast. And we (laughs) send each other beers. And some of the guys get real, uh, quote unquote, hilarious with like what they put on the, the label of the beer and the nicknames they use and are fairly offensive which is great because the person who receives that beer is always super embarrassed. There's a lot of people on the East Coast have these huge properties, and like the postman will walk all the way up their driveway with this box, <laughs> clearly <laughs> reading that it says like something very. I can't even repeat. I can't think of one of the labels that I can repeat without sounding horrible. But uh, it's a good time. Yeah, a lot of uh, small dick references <laughs> on these boxes. So one of them said "small peen." As the person's name. Oh, that's it, not bad. Yeah, yeah, that one wasn't too bad. It was, but it was small peen, and then that you know one, two, three, whatever street, mm-hmm. Fake and, street. Yeah, and the post, the the mailman handed it to him. He's like, "Small peen, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "God damn it!" So, uh, anyways, go follow Allie and Callie. If you yeah. have any other questions about shipping beer, it's not legal, so we don't do it. Uh, one thing I do that apparently didn't work well enough for me when I sent her my beer was I also. Put everything inside of a trash bag and then tie the trash bag. I do that too. And then tape up the box like mm. a crazy person. And I also tell the postal service I'm shipping maple syrup. Oh. oh. And I sent maple syrup to the same person in a very short period of time. Uh-huh. And the Another I got the diabetic. same lady at the post office. Oh. And she said to me, your friends really like maple syrup. And I said, yeah. They live in Canada. And then I walked away thinking, well, they live in Connecticut. <laughs> and I live in California. So who's closer to like right. legit maple syrup? <laughs> but I'm sending it to them. I would imagine they have the better access to real tasty right? maples. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I always um, I always hear people say like snow globes and olive oil. Olive oil is a popular one I hear. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard maple syrup. That's a good one. Yeah. When I go to UPS, because it's UPS, I don't care. I just go, toys. Toys, birthday <laughs> presents, kid stuff. Okay. Yeah. They don't care. It's funny. One time I did have to sign at UPS that it wasn't like drugs or alcohol. And I was like, yeah, just kids toys. Sign. I've never had to do it again since. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. It's so yeah. weird. Like they stopped caring after one time. Yeah. So one time I, I sent out a package and the tracking number didn't update for like three days. And I was shitting myself. I was like, oh, fuck. They found it. They're not going to do it. And then all of a sudden like it showed up at the person's house the next day. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> so yeah, I hope that helps. What was her name again? Candace. 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 Yeah, hope, hopes it helps. Uh, yes. Candace. There. Thank you for emailing us. If you guys have any questions for us, uh, the unfiltered gentleman at gmail 
com and uh, get all the cute duct tape you can find. Yeah. That's that's our uh, thing there. Uh, old timey word of the week, Sheriff's Hotel. Sheriff's Hotel. It's a prison. <laughs> you know, going to go stay a couple nights at the Sheriff's Hotel. Anybody ever stayed at a Sheriff's Hotel? I was going to say that that sounds like what a... Never. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say now it. Now you have to say it. Yeah. If Prostitute. You're, if you're the wife of a police officer, that's what oh. you could call your vagina. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is true. Right? It's the Sheriff's Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Room for one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Checking in. Uh, it's okay when the girl says it. Makes us not look like the creeps. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, and now a very bad transition. <laughs> There's nothing better than a babe with craft beer. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Her name is Helen, and she can be found on the grams at, all one word, Beer Life Helen. Beer Life Helen. In this picture, she's got a little uh, beer mail, and one of the ones she's got there is Everybody Wants Some, which is that beer we drank a couple months ago that had like the weird pancake-looking characters that were in a rock band on them that oh, Dan yeah. really enjoyed the can <laughs> of. So, uh, anyways, do yourself poor a favor. Dan. Yeah, poor Dan and his coronavirus. Yeah, uh, I heard he went to Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told him it was Wu Tang, and he got—he's <laughs> a big rap fan, and he got confused. So uh, he took that trip, and boy, was that a mistake. Wow. So, uh, anyways, yeah. do yourselves a favor and follow Beer Life Helen. On the grams. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. Deb is, of course, checking her out now. I am. Yeah. Incessantly. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Lots of hearts going up over there. Lots of hearts. Lots of hearts. So, Uh, all right. We have a bullpen beer to get to and some booze news. But first, we have a new review on Apple Podcasts. This one comes to us by way of, uh, the screen name is Hypnotic. This is fellow taphead loving the show. Love listening to the gents every week. They've introduced me to a ton of great beer and new breweries I would have otherwise never heard of. Doesn't hurt that they're pretty funny and entertaining. Is he listening to the right show? And I'm a bit of a stickler for audio quality in these We're guys. Not trying to be funny. Right? <laughs> and these guys deliver on that. I wonder who's producing their show? Question mark. Anyway, you should definitely listen to these guys. Cheers emoji. Well, it was Dan, but we don't know where he's at now. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, and now he's doing his uh, park, parking lot show all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's coughing the whole time. <laughs> this is Dan with coronavirus. Dan's medical show. Mm-hmm. Can't hear him because he's wearing a medical mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did we like Lysol his headphones and stuff here, or am I, I just... No, no, I gave you new headphones. Brand new. Those oh, are not man, Dan go. phones. Okay, good. Those are... Yeah. Those were used by me a couple of times as spares. Oh, uh, when you had the coronavirus. Oh, Lord. oh now oh, that I think of it, no, they haven't been used in months. Uh, you're safe. They are yeah, Dan the free. The microphone you're using is actually Shannon's microphone. Oh, so you know it's. Uh, oh, it's I clean. like it then. Yeah, has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nice little smell to mm-hmm. it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like mine. Mine just smells like decades of bad breath. <laughs> Hers smells like flowers and. She farts roses and all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. uh, all right. Well, we pass this beer around. We'll start off with just a little bit of booze news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. I just learned how to pour a beer, apparently, is what I have found. Uh, Broken Skull is great news for uh, anybody who, like Scott, is a huge fan of Stone Cold. Broken what? Skull IPA has expanded their distribution. They're more than just California and the West Coast now. 
They're going to be in Oregon, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, where they have lots of syrup, New Hampshire, (laughs) Maine, Vermont, Rhode Island, Ohio, Virginia, Maryland, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Texas. What? Exactly. (laughs) Every time, goddamn. And Washington, D.C. So lots of uh, distribution for the Broken Skull IPA there. Good news for you wrestling fans. According to Stone Cold, it's been getting crazy. Yeah, ever since they started canning that stuff. Yeah, trying to get uh, into Texas, he said. Yeah, well, now here we go. Texas Rattlesnake finally in Texas. There you go. He's no longer just the L.A. Rattlesnake. Oh, hell yeah. Have you had... uh, the bro- oh, the face. Did your <laughs> beer good. get a little warm? Yeah, a little warm. Yeah. Mm. Have you had the Broken Skull IPA? I yeah. have. And what do you think? It was good. What? Okay. I don't know. I have, I actually, it's funny. I, I have pictures of like the fermentation tank. Oh, yeah. With yeah. it. Like I went, I went down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, to El Segundo. And to El Segundo. And, um, and I had a buddy that was working there at the time. And so he like showed us around and stuff. Was his name Steve? It was not. <laughs> oh, oh, I know said buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know said buddy. Yeah. And so um, so I have all these pictures of it. Nice. And I know that I drank it, but I don't have like a clear recollection. Of, That's fine. Like, we were doing a lot of good drinking that then. day. Good yeah. beer if you don't really like it. Re- re- wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently it's good. That word. It was very good. Yeah. Doing, yeah. A, lot, doing a lot of research that day? A <laughs> lot of research. A lot of research. Nice. That's good. That's, that's good to hear. Uh, here, I'll, I'll hand this off to uh, whoever is quickest to the draw. And while you uh, split that amongst yourselves, I will talk about Molson Coors. Everybody wants to hear about Molson Coors. Our favorite, Our favorite indeed. Uh, Molson, Molson Coors sales are down 1.8% for 2019. Uh-oh. Oh, and I know. We're all so sad about that. But they still did $10.6 billion in net sales. So uh, How much? $10.6 billion. For Coors? Molson Coors, yeah. You know, the whole company, not just Coors Light or anything like that, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're doing just fine. Good for them. Yeah. All right. Now that the beer has been distributed, I think it's time we pick up that phone. He calls through the bullpen for beer. Hit that trash can. (laughs) (laughs) I can feel it. We are drinking. (laughs) I don't. It's gonna have to show you that video. Uh, we're drinking Hubbard's Cave V38 IPA, 8.5%, has a 4.11 on untapped, no beer advocate score, no IBUs listed. It All it says from the brewery is Strata and Mosaic. Ooh. Yes. Oh, I could have had a V38. You could have. Man. Well, now you can. There V38. We this, the best I can gather is like a rotating hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, fresh IPA series. I think on the bottom of the can, it says it was canned in January 2020, so this bad boy's fairly fresh as we're drinking it. Uh, what say you, Deb? I'm still figuring it out. Oh, okay. Get get your get your schnoz in there and get the taste buds going. Uh, I have noticed a uh, pretty normal color, pretty hazy. Pretty quote, hazy. Quotes hazy. The head really disappears quickly, at least on mine it did, and the bubbles are very large. Maybe it's because I can't pour for shit. Boy, did I pour that one horribly. But uh, That will disappoint some of our fans. Bad head? Our certain fan. Yeah. yeah. Or that I can't pour? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I still distribute it evenly. I just poured mine very bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. listener, the, the legend lives on. Yeah, listener Mike's just fine. Uh, do we have a consensus? Your face doesn't tell a story of happiness. It's okay. It kind of is okay, isn't it? 
I was very, you know, I've only I was excited about Mosaic. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite hops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've only had one other beer from Hubbard's Cave. Enjoyed the shit out of it. In fact, you were on the show when we had it. It was that real sticky, (gasps) sweet. It was the stout. stout. Yeah, that was delicious. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that one. I hate to talk poorly about beers, but this is uh, just okay. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not drain pour. No. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's got a real thin mouthfeel mm-hmm. to it. The flavors are fine. Uh, it leaves me. I can't even say what that aftertaste is. Uh, that's I'm it like I'm like stumped. Dirt. Mm. Sorry. Real earthy. Yeah, I mean I like the beer, but the aftertaste is kind of like yeah, yeah, earthy. You know, I guess it kind of gives nice you that um. Like when you've had a real tanniny wine and your tongue feels dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Or you've been buried alive. Or you've been buried alive in your eternity, eternity box. box? <laughs> You're eat, eating your way out of the eternity box. Yeah. Yeah. This is um. It's it's different. I wouldn't yeah, say it's... no to it. I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that I'd buy this one again. Uh, I got it from Tavor, so of course you know I didn't know what I was getting into, and usually the beers are are pretty good on there. Where's this brewery at? Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Chicago area. I mean, if somebody were to say, hey, one another, I'd say, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. But yeah. The nice thing, also, I got to say something nice about it. <laughs> nice <laughs> thing I will say is they did a phenomenal job of covering up the 8.5. Oh, definitely. True. This drink's okay. like a yeah. four and a half. Yeah. It is very easy to go down in that sense, in the alcohol sense. But uh, yeah, the aftertaste is a little uh, dirty and a little funky. It's just it's something kind of weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't know how, I, I don't know how to describe it. To be honest... This might be a bad can. It may not even be the brewery's fault. Yeah. Might be like a little uh, yeah, because there's contamination. The, yeah, there's just some kind of funk that I can't yeah can't pinpoint. Quite I do have another can. It's not cold. We can't drink it right now. But um, I'll have to do some research with that one and see if it's any better. Because yeah, this this is surprisingly not that great. Well, then if the other one is better, then you gotta make a retraction. Yeah, I'll yeah. update the end of the show with mm-hmm. a little recording. We'll say we're sorry, just like the Astros. <laughs> we're uh we didn't cheat we're uh we're sir yeah. so, so, hold on pete so. spilt his beer yeah. uh <laughs> can't read this yeah this can is just a bad tattoo right <laughs> exactly <laughs> what am i supposed to do somebody hit a trash can I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's any houston fans listening we have officially lost them yeah. <laughs> i bet there are city of the week next week <laughs> yeah i'm sure that's going to be the case <laughs> now interrupt this program with some breaking news here's an update i tried the other can of the v38 and it's actually really good so turns out we had a bad can on the show we said uh that the head disappeared quickly the mouthfeel was very thin scott nailed it when he said it had like a dirt aftertaste uh i had said that the mouthfeel kind of was like drinking a very tanniny wine where your tongue just felt dirty afterwards uh, Deb had said it was weird and funky. And look, I left that all in the show because it was absolutely true to that can. The good news is I drank the other can. The smell on it is tropical. The taste follows that right up with some tropical notes. We had mentioned that kind of the only good thing that the other can had was you really couldn't taste the booze, even though it was a little bit higher in the ABV. This one, actually, you get a little warmth from the booze. It helps round it out. It's definitely not a bad thing, but it's different, different than the original can. Uh, the finish is citrusy and bitter. 
Uh, it's just what a nice, good, hazy IPA should be. It's, it's really good. I would definitely have one again. Not at all what we drank on the show. We got this from Tavor, and I'm not blaming them at all. I, I figure there's probably a mishap at the brewery, but I am going to reach out to Tavor and see if they've received any other uh, you know emails or anything about bad cans. Because it's kind of unfortunate for Hubbard's Cave if anybody has not had them before and their first trying of them is that gross something went wrong can, then that's uh, you know that's their introduction to them. So anyways, if I hear back from Tavor, I'll let you guys know. In the meantime, back to your regularly scheduled booze news. Um, let's see. All right, back to booze news. Future Proof is suing Molson Coors, speaking of Molson Coors, for trademark infringement. Uh-oh. The parent company of Brizzy Seltzer Cocktails has filed a lawsuit against Molson Coors Beverage Company alleging that the second largest U.S. beer manufacturers, Vizzy with a V, Vizzy Hard Seltzer, the name is clearly identical to Brizzy in sight, sound, and appearance. And I will say the font is pretty similar. Uh, Austin, Texas-based Future Proof, which makes Brizzy, is seeking a jury trial, asking the court to stop Molson Coors from using the Vizzy trademark uh, to sell, market, and distribute alcohol beverages. The company is also seeking three times the damages outlined in the complaint, plus court costs and legal fees. Future Proof filed a trademark application for Brizzy on November 30th, 2018. Brizzy launched in September 2019 uh, in three flavors, watermelon mule, mixed mm. berry mojito, and strawberry rosé. Sounds like some bro juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Within 90 days of its release, Brizzy gr- gained placements in more than 1,000 retail locations in four states, Texas, South Carolina, Georgia, and Michigan. Future Proof has sold more than 10,000 cases since Brizzy's launch. Molson Coors plans to release Vizzy in late March. The company touts as the first hard seltzer made with acerola cherry. I don't know what acerola cherry don't know is. What that is. Yeah. Oh, that acerola. Acerola. <laughs> Sounds appetizer. Yeah. Uh, the super fruit high in the antioxidant vitamin C. So it's going to be a healthy seltzer. Uh, Vizzy was first announced during the company's quarter three 2019 earnings call. The lawsuit alleges that Molson Coors executives were aware of Brizzy's name and branding and proceeded with Vizzy despite similarities. Sounds similar to the uh, Keystone lawsuit. Yeah, get the key at a stone. Suing the Keystone, yeah. I just want to know who holds the trademark for Jizzy. (laughs) Is that like... I think Jay-Z, actually. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) H to the Izzo, J to the Jizzo. To the Jizzo. Yeah, I think he's going to come out with his own Jizzy hard seltzer. (laughs) You know, some like Eastern European country will. Mm -hmm. There's no way they won't Mm -hmm. be Jizzy some sort of... With flavors like coconut penis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh thanks for drinking the pineapple juice last night yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i can't wait <laughs> that'll be the hot trader i don't have to trade some plenty of the youngers for that thing to get it over here right mm-hmm. we'll have to try it on the show well and Allie taught us how to properly package That's the true. box yeah. to do yeah. that so get your uh, cute duct tape ready mm-hmm. we got some yeah. gear to trade <laughs> uh and speaking of sales firestone walker one of our favorites last year projected 485,000 barrels to be made and sold. They ended up producing 521, way overshooting their projections. And they big thanks to 805 taking off. Of course, 805 is huge in California. Yes. It's the local area code for we are, or where we are, 805-538-BEER. Um, they're starting to go nationwide with it. You know, they rolled it out real fast and then kind of brought it back in because it wasn't doing so well, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Who the fuck knows what 805 is outside of our area? Um, and then also thanks to Mind Haze. Mind Haze, 
2019 March Madness tournament winner here. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah really yeah. took off. And I have it on good word from one of their reps. They were telling me that Mind Haze is the only beer besides 805 to be brewed in their huge system. Huh. Like it did so well, they they brought it over to basically the 805 system. Wow. They needed to mass produce that bad boy. Even more than Union Jack? Even more than Union Jack. Wow. If you notice, and I should have asked him about this, but like I don't ever see solo six packs of Union Jack. Because my husband buys them all. Oh, is that the problem? They're, they're not here locally because Brian has gotten to a them. Fucking intern. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, always, I always see them in the multi-packs. No. So the stores are Sands Union Jack. They're Sands Union Sands Jack. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, we, so we live near this great bottle shop. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And so he goes in there. He's going to get mad at me for saying this. He goes in there every day. <laughs> <laughs> and buy some six-pack of Union Jack. Give this man a beer. Yeah. Okay, maybe not every day. Okay. But Multiple times a week. But yeah, at least a few times a week. <laughs> Only days it end in Y. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Buys them out of their Union Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think their sales rep comes around and like, man, you guys are doing great <laughs> on the Union Jack. Right. And the homie that works at the store is like, yeah, we got one guy. Yeah. <laughs> one guy. Cut out the middleman to ship it right to your house. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Union Jack's a great beer. It's it's kind of like we were talking about Racer Five being mm-hmm. our gateway, your gateway. Uh, Union Jack is classic. You kind of forget about it, but every time you have, it, you're like, oh yeah, this is a great beer. It really is. It really is. Uh, it was in our first IPA tournament in 2018, our March Madness tournament. Uh, did not win, but yeah, it is a solid. Definitely no problems with that beer. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where like you see Stone IPA everywhere, like basically places that don't have good craft beer selection. You always find Stone IPA and Firestone 805. Why don't you ever find a good Union Jack or something right. like that on tab? It's too bad. But uh, I am glad that Firestone Walker is doing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the way uh, big breweries are being kind of slammed with, you know, the new models don't distribute. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see they're just still doing well. And uh, yeah, that was a really hard close. Good, Good me. Way to go. Good yeah. you. Good me. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I will say that our March Madness tournament is coming up as March is upon us. We were talking before the show, some ideas. Um, let us know if you have any opinions on uh, what we should do for our March Madness tournament. We were talking about maybe doing like a flagship, this is Dev's idea, a flagship beer battle where we get flagships, i.e. Stone IPA and, mm-hmm. and Union Jack and that sort of thing, put them up against each other. We do a Biggie Tupac battle, or East Coast, West Coast beers against each other. Uh, I said maybe we could do like an old school pre-craft craze, you know, like 90s beers, which once again, Stone IPA mm-hmm. and Union Jack. And uh, Well, we know where you get the Union Jack if we need it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just come to my house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we went to the store looking for Union Jack. They said they're sold out. <laughs> we just need like two bottles. Is that cool? <laughs> um, what else? Sierra Nevada would be in there. So that'd be uh, interesting as well. So we'll see what it uh, comes out to be. Tweet at us. Let us know what you think it should be at uh, the Unfiltered Gents. That's it for us tonight. Thanks for listening along. Thanks to Jeb. To Jeb. Jeb, that's me. <laughs> you know, wow. last time you told me you were going to call me Dan. That's true. I wasn't expecting Jeb. Jeb's a new one. <laughs> Thank you, Jeb. Yeah. I feel like a, a Jeb should be followed by a banjo sound. Because <laughs> you're thinking of Jeb Bush. Bru- uh, that might be oh. it. Now I feel like I've offended you. I'm very sorry. Uh, but thank you, Jeb, for joining us again. You're welcome. For filling in for Dan and his coronavirus. Uh, I swear the mic and, and headphones are clean. 
Find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com on the social medias at the unfiltered gentleman, except for Twitter at unfiltered gents. Find Deb at one hop H O P mess on the grams, all one word. Thanks for making it easy. Mm-hmm. And leave us a drunk voicemail, 805 538 beer 2337. Oh, and don't forget to go follow Allie and Callie as well on the grams. That's it for us. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with some March Madness tournament action. In the meantime, stay very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.